all of you that have joined us, if you're visiting with us today, um, we ask you to share our service. Um, we ask everyone out there that's watching, share it today. There is always someone that can hear how much they are loved and how much they matter to God. So we ask you to share this service today and let us know you're out there. Don't be afraid. Let us know you're out there because I do mean it when I say you matter to us. You do. And we want to know you're out there. We want to know that you are worshiping with us. It's kind of different because we're in a room today with just a few people in here. And so when we hear from you, it helps us so much because we do know you're out there. Today we start a series. I'm kind of excited. Randall, it's good to have you back with us today. We're glad you're back. Randall is doing an amazing job in our missions. And guys, thank you for all of those that have been helping out with our missions. We appreciate that. You are making a difference. It's going on a year almost that we've been doing the food ministry here where thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people because of your generosity have made it through this pandemic and this time. And I thank you guys so much for doing that, Randall, and thank you. We appreciate you. So today's sermon series changes for the next couple of weeks. It's called Open. And it's a conversation about relationships. Now, don't leave me. Because I know when I just said relationships, some of you are like, I'm out, I'm single. This is all relationships. So stick with me for a minute, okay? Don't go anywhere. I promise this is going to be for everyone. But we, what, what we have found, and uh, it's true, is that the pandemic has been rough on everybody. The pandemic has been rough on all relationships. Marriages, brothers, sisters, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandma, grandpas. You either haven't got to see your family as much, or maybe you've just seen them a little too much. But what we know is that through this time, the pandemic has been rough on all of us. It's been rough on our relationships. It's been rough on me because I can't walk up and hug the people I want to hug. Like since when ever have we been in a place where we go, I don't know, do I do the elbow? Do I do the hand? Do I hug them? What do, do, I, what do I do? People that you've known your whole life, you don't even know what to do. I get so excited when I see my mother and father-in-law because I know I get to hug them. I get excited when I see my son and my, I get to hug my son and my husband and tell them, hey, I'm so glad to just hug somebody. Relationships have been hard. We know that. What that means in having relationships have been hard. So today, now I have my amen corner out there, and I see you guys. You're out there. Come on, Viv and, and Steph and Carla. Here's what we're doing today. Dave and Bruce, instead of saying amen, you can still say amen if you want to, but here's what I want you to type. Every time you see the word love, and Jackie will put it up there to look like this, I want you to let me know you saw it. That's our amen today. Amen, send me a love. Let me know, love, all right? Type that out there for me. Let me know that you see it every time Jackie puts that up there. So, amen, quarter, let's get ready. We're going to go to Galatians today, if you want to turn there. We're going to go to Galatians 2, 
or six, I'm sorry, Galatians 6, starting at verse 2. Now, it starts out pretty heavy. So think about this. But don't stay there with me. Keep going. We're going to go on with it. Ah, I love it. You're letting me know. Thanks, Viv. Thanks, Daisha. I love you, Daisha. Thank you. Uh, tell Becca we said, hey, I hope she's out there too. Oh, and my brother's on today. Hey, hey, Gino and Dawn. Dawn's our online pastor too. If you're visiting with us, you have any questions, Dawn's on there. All right, that's awesome. All right, here we go. Everybody ready? Starting at verse two, carry each other's burdens. Ouch. That right there just seems heavy, doesn't it? And so you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are important when they aren't, they're fooling themselves. Each person should test their own work and be happy with doing a good job and not compare themselves with others. Each person will have to carry their own load. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So here's the deal. Paul is telling us in this scripture, you have to be there for one another, yet you have to own your own mess. Your mess is not everybody else's mess. You help others, but you also help yourself. Paul is talking clearly. In every single relationship, though, what we're finding is there is a giver and there is a taker. Sometimes the roles flip and the person who's been the giver becomes the taker and the person that's been the taker becomes the giver. That doesn't mean that the person that takes is a bad person and the giver is always a good person. Sometimes we give out of necessity because we don't know how to take. And so there's a healthy balance in what it means to give and what it means to take in every relationship. It's a good, solid balance but it's learning yourself enough to know what is that balance am I the giver all the time or am I the taker all the time how many people know someone that has said listen I, I just I don't accept help very well or I don't take things very well and here's the deal sometimes if we don't take we rob people of the blessing of giving when God has spoke to them to give and then sometimes when we give all the time and we don't take, then we rob the blessing of those that want to give to us. So giving and taking is a healthy balance in a good relationship and in any relationship. Friendships, parents, children, and young people, this goes for you too. What are you, a giver or a taker? Because are you giving as much as you're taking? It's in all relationships. For in every type of relationship, there is a balance. In every type of relationship, there is a balance. We have our friends, spouses, parents, partners that are nurturing and so giving. And for some, it's not necessarily their gift. You're not the nurturer, but you are a doer. You have to be a giver. You have to be a taker. It's a balance. I love the book that comes from Dr. Gary Chapman, and it's called The Five Love Languages. 
And he says in every relationship, and particularly in this book, we know that it's for couples. But what we know is that when they further get into this book, it's in for all relationships. And he says there are five types. He says, one, there's words of affirmation. Two, there's quality time. Three, acts of service. Two, giving. And five is touch. And a lot of us that haven't been able to hug, we've missed that touch with those we care about. His point is we all communicate love differently. Obviously, this has really pushed all of us, but particularly couples. But it's pushed every relationship. When we've been used to that person who uh, tells us we're good enough and we haven't even been able to see them. Or how about we miss that person that just likes to spend time with us and they work hard at spending that time with us and they can't. Or how about acts of service? You're so used to getting out, doing something, making a difference, and you feel like you haven't even been able to do that because there's not even an opportunity. Now, we know there is right here at Lover's Lane, though, right? How about giving Not just gifts that you go and buy, but just giving to those you care about. You can't even do that. You're scared to drop a gift off. What is your love language? What has that been like for you? What has that balance been like for you in that giving, in that taking? Has it taught you that I've been a lot on the side of taking And not so much on the side of giving and I'm feeling it right now because we're in the midst of this pandemic. What has that been for you? Can somebody say love? Can somebody say amen? It's not an easy thing to think about, is it? The pandemic has caused all of us to realize what we miss, but then we have to ask ourselves, why do we miss that in our relationships? Is it healthy for me? Is it healthy most of all for them? Why do we respond the way that we do? Why we care about the certain things and yet we don't care about other things in relationships? It's causing us to magnify that and really look at why do these relationships matter or why do I miss that? And then when it doesn't happen or you can't figure it out, anxiety sets in. Because maybe we've given and never taken and now we're having to take and we don't know how because we've always given, right? Give, take, take. The thing we do in the midst of that and in the midst that COVID has taught us is that we constantly have to keep ourselves in check. This is a big lesson I thought about for myself, Randall, is that through this time, I have constantly had to keep myself in check. I know you know this, but here's a reminder. You cannot fix anyone. You cannot fix anyone. You can help bear their burdens. You can help take care of them, but you can't fix them. And so the hard part is, is when we're so busy looking at other people and we are not looking at ourselves and keeping ourselves in check, that give and take, right, gets out of balance. Part of being in good relationships and setting good boundaries is it's never about what they're doing. 
See, God didn't call you to look at your neighbor or the person you love or the people you care about and point out their bad points. That is not what God called you to do. God didn't call you to sit in a room and try to find all the things wrong with them. What God called you to do is to work on you. Tomorrow, you need to be better than you are today. That's a hard thing to say. But God didn't call us to find the wrong in our neighbor. God didn't call us to cross those boundaries to try to find what's wrong with them. God called us to fix us. Somebody want to say amen now? Love, love, love. Amen. And then here's the part I love. As we're on this uh, day, it's teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork. Come on now makes the dream work. You can't fix a relationship on your own, but you can when you both are are looking into who you are and you're looking into how can I be better tomorrow than I am today and all of a sudden you become better and the person you are with becomes better or the relationship you're struggling with becomes better. Teamwork makes the dream work. I got to be honest, Randall, I don't know much about sports. I played a little when I was younger. Um, But today is Super Bowl Sunday, right? And everybody's like, well, who are you, like, rooting for? I'm just excited. I'm going to go to my in-law's house and hang out. I have no idea who's even playing today except go Chiefs. I'm supposed to say that, right? (laughs) But here's the crazy thing. I am a proud, and I mean proud, baseball mom. And I get to watch my kid every week work with a team. Now, it's kind of funny because when I pick up Owen, and I usually pick him up two or three times a week, all of these kids come out, right? They come out the sides of the doors. And these boys particularly do not say a word to each other. They just walk up and they bump each other on the shoulder. It's like it's some kind of like move. They just walk up and they go, bam, like this. And I'm sitting there the first couple of times I saw that. And then they walk around each other like this. And then they do it again. And they don't say a word. And I'm like, what is happening? So one day I got the nerve up and I said, Owen, what is that? He's like, Mom, it's like how we say hey. I'm like, Okay, so let me get this right. You don't say hey. You just walk up and you go, bam. He's like, yeah, we all do it. And they do. Every one of them walk up, they don't say a word. But here's what I've learned and watching this process of Owen being on this team and they hit the field together and they give each other a look. They don't say a word, they just step out and they begin to play ball together. And guess what? Everyone on the field knows their place. Everyone on that field knows that at some point they're going to have to give. And everyone on that field at some point knows they're going to have to take. 
and they're trusting every single person on that field with them. They trust them. Got me to thinking about what does that mean in giving and taking and building boundaries and the relationships and the pandemic and it all just hit me and I'm thinking through, through, I'm like, what do you do with that? Are we stepping out on a field? Are we trusting the ones that are walking out on that field with us? Or have we become so engulfed in taking and taking and taking that we don't even pay attention anymore? So we quit giving and the balance is off. Or maybe we've given and given and given and given and given so much that we're tired, not realizing that this person over here wants to give to us, but we don't even know how to take. We don't even know how to take. Today, when you watch the Super Bowl, you're going to see trust at its finest. You're going to see two teams that have worked hard at trusting one another walk out on a field and trust each other so much that they're going to play an incredibly aggressive game and they're going to do it with complete trust. My dad, he played ball. He played professional ball ever before I was ever born. And he always had these sayings. And anytime life was getting rough, he would give me a saying. And I got to thinking about some of these sayings that my dad gave. And if you like them, I want you to type love, all right? Say amen. Tonight, I want you to think about what it means when you're watching. Or if you don't watch, you don't have to. Maybe you're sitting next to your partner and maybe it's been a rough road. Or maybe you're thinking about that relationship with mom and dad or your mother-in-law or your father-in-law or your sister-in-law or your brother-in-law and you're thinking, man, it's been tough. But right where you are, I want you to think about Have you been giving? Have you been taking? Have you brought balance? Or have you just stayed in this rut of taking and taking and taking or giving and giving and giving and knowing there is not a balance? One of the sayings I called a my son's coach, because I thought, okay, I bet he's got sayings just like my dad did, and sure enough, he did. And one of them that they had in common was this. It says, relationships fall apart when trust is eroded, either by gossip, low self-esteem, fear, shame, whatever it may be. But when there's no communication, caring enough to speak goes out the door, trust erodes. For you see, in a team, you got to talk to each other to tell them where you are. I watch Owen when he gets ready to catch the ball. He makes sure that they know in the outfield and next to him that he's got it when it comes. And he just yells out there, I've got this. That means don't worry, I've got this. But if he doesn't, they're all going to worry. And then what happens is they're all going to run to him and they're going to collide. And I've seen that. 
But relationships do the same thing. We begin to cross places that we don't belong because we don't know if they have the ball or not. We don't know if they're there or not. Trust is so important in every relationship. And the giver giving and the taker taking trust from both sides. I thought that was really good. Because when the giver gives to the taker, the giver trusts. And when the taker takes from the giver, they trust. I loved this saying. I thought this one was great too. It says, it's amazing what a team can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. It's amazing what a team can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. For you see, Paul reminds us it is never about us. For in Galatians, he says a little bit earlier, he says, for it is not I, but it's Christ that lives within me. It's amazing what a team can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. Somebody say amen out there. Here's another one. If everybody is thinking alike, then somebody isn't thinking. Think about that for a minute. If everybody is thinking alike, then somebody isn't thinking. If you're with someone and you're mad and you're angry because they don't agree with you, maybe your relationship, maybe what you've gone through through the politics that we've had the past few months, or maybe just being at home too much and you're not agreeing on things, here's the deal. If you both thought the same thing, you go nowhere. If everybody is thinking alike, then somebody isn't thinking at all. We learn and we broaden who we are in relationships when we pay attention to those who think differently than us. Their experiences have not been the same as ours, so their experiences have brought them to a different place. You learn in that giving and taking through experiences. And I like this one. It says, a player who makes a team great is more valuable than a great player. Think about that. A player who makes a team great is more valuable than a great player. And then this brought me to that place again, one more time, Randall, of am I working on my team or am I just thinking about me? Have I gotten in my rut that I've forgotten to bear someone's burdens? Or maybe I've just gotten to the place that I'm working on myself so much that I forget that other people need me. That I forget that there are other people in the room because I've been so bogged down in my own stuff that I haven't considered that there is a world out there that needs what God has instilled in me. A person that is always looking out for the relationship more than themselves is the friend you want. For they see the big picture and it's not all about them. They are looking for ways to improve the team, always. 
The greatest example of this, though, was given to us through Jesus. He showed us what it meant to live into seeing the big picture of relationships, for he died for those relationships. He bared the burden deeply for those relationships. He showed us what it meant to love someone more than you love yourself. Relationships are hard. And Jesus knew this. But he knew that any and every one of those relationships would be worth it. He knew it would not be easy. He knew. He knew and he knows where you are today. He knows you've been that giver or he knows you've been that taker and he knows that it's been a hard balance. And here's what I love about Jesus. It's just like my kid and his friends. Sometimes all it takes is that nudge. He doesn't have to say a word. For when Jesus comes and the Holy Spirit speaks and you feel that nudge, there's not a word that has to be spoken. There's no doubt that where you are, he cares. Where you've been, he knows. And where you're going, he's going with you. Relationships are hard. I'm hard. You're hard. We're not easy. We want to be. But life happens. Things happen. Trust erodes. Teamwork didn't make the dream work. Team fell apart. And all of a sudden, I don't know what to do with the pieces. And yet, Jesus still walks out and again just nudges you. Not a word is spoken. Not a word is spoken. Are you a giver? Are you a taker? Are you working at flipping that and making it balance and what that means? Father, I thank you. There's no doubt about it. You are in our relationship. You are teaching us relationship every day. There is no doubt about it that you care. Father, we thank you. We praise you in your precious and your holy.